everyone and welcome back to Going Purple with me, Lizzie McIntosh, where we talk about serious F1 stuff in a not-so-serious way. Hello everyone, how is it going? What a great, what a great day. I hope you're all doing well. I am so stoked for this episode. It's been a crazy few weeks. I feel like I've been, what was it? It was four countries in seven days last week. Um, and I'm just, I'm so happy. I just, I am. Um, I'm going to do a whole episode about like the last week, a big recap, um, some chats about the season, everything that's been going on. But today is all about one very, very special woman. Jess Hawkins. Now, I first met Jess in February at the Aston Martin car launch. Can we believe it's almost been a year? Well, not really. I I am dramatic, aren't I? I can't help myself. Um, and she instantly, I was like, this. She is the coolest woman on 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 planet Earth, and probably in the entire galaxy. Um, she is the Aston Martin Formula One driver ambassador, but she is also a W Series driver for the Click to Drive Bristol Street Motors team. So I have been lucky enough to spend time with Jess and see Jess at various events over the summer, um, and I think it's been so. I feel so honoured to have kind of watched her. Um, you know, this year throughout the season and just keep watching her go from strength to strength as we talk about later on in the episode. Um, you know, I, I we talk about it as well later on, but genuinely, I think if you can see it, you can believe that you can be it as well. Um, and I think that's that's the inspiration that Jess is to so many um, in motorsports. So I was honoured to talk to her today. I think we had a really, really nice chat and um, I can't wait for you guys to hear it. So let me know what you thought on my socials at Lissy McIntosh on TikTok and Instagram. And we will have a proper catch up, sit down very soon. But for now, you guys are in for retreat here she is miss jess hawkins let's, yeah, let's go. go so jess i first met you in february seems like a long time ago and i've seen you throughout the year since you have been honestly so busy um what's been happening tell me about about jess's year so far has it been a good one yeah it's been an incredibly good one um, been quite unlucky at times with some results mm -hmm. and some unavoidable failures um, but when it's going good, it's really good. Good. Um, as I say, I've been a bit unfortunate in areas, but uh, in general, it's been a fantastic year. And yeah, been keeping me extremely busy mm -hmm. um, amongst uh, the Aston Martin um, W Series and TCR back in the UK. So, Wow, that's a lot. So you mentioned just now about obviously being a driver ambassador for Aston Martin. Tell me more about how that came about. Obviously, you also drive in the W Series. Um, but when did this opportunity arise? Um, and how did you feel about taking it on? Well, you know what, it first got mentioned to me, maybe more than six months before it happened. Wow. It was definitely more than that. Um, and it was nothing more than if you were interested, if, if this role was available, would mm -hmm. you be interested? And I said, of course, said, <laughs> absolutely, I would be interested. Um, and then I didn't really hear anything for, it must have been six months, something mm -hmm. like that. Or maybe, I'm going to go with six months. Um, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it was, right, it's happening. Um, wow. Your, your contract will be in the post, have a read through it and see what you think. And it literally happened as quick as that. Um, wow. But that, that period of six months 
was uh was very tough because I didn't hear anything but I also didn't want to be pushy but I was also eager for an answer so um yeah um it's amazing really I can't believe it ever happened originally um and since then my role within the team has just grown and grown and grown and who knows where it could go that's so good to hear I mean I'm intrigued about how you split your time. Honestly, you are like one of the busiest <laughs> women alive. How does your year look? I mean, do you get to go to when W Series isn't racing? Do you go to do you go with F1 and then on weekends where there's both? How do you split your time there? So when I'm racing in W Series, they are very much dedicated to W Series. Mm-hmm. Um, and my main priority um, on those weekends is my racing, obviously. Yeah. Um, should there be anything crop up because the, the W series our races are normally nine times out of 10 on a Saturday. Um, should there be anything that crop up with the team on a Sunday, once I've finished with all my other bits, um, we kind of see how much we get done at the track on Saturday after the race. And then I could potentially be with the team on Sunday. Um, and then obviously when I'm with the team, I'm solely with the team because there is no W series there. Yeah. Um, and then when I'm racing TCR, I'm fully focused on TCR in the UK. So, um, uh, there's a lot of time spent on the sim away from the circuits. There's a lot of preparation that goes in, but the training and the fitness element of it works for all areas. Yeah. So um, it's, and the simulator is always good to get track time on the sim. Um, they all work kind of hand in hand with each other, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really interesting. I'd love actually to hear a bit about like how you keep your like fitness regime going and and if it's as strict as as like as we hear it is. Obviously, we don't really know like how do drivers have to train? What goes into all of that as well? I guess it really depends. You always need to be not just fit enough for the category that you're in. You need to be kind of ready and training for the next step should mm-hmm. you get the opportunity to make that step. So um me personally I really enjoy kind of weight training um but I'm not such a fan of the cardio um <laughs> me neither so I, have to, I have to force myself to do it to be honest um but that's also come up I'm much better at playing games so like I regularly play squash oh wow. uh, that's re- really good for fitness that's kind of good good for le- it's good for everything really so I'll play squash where I can and if not um I'll force myself to run or yeah. ride a bike um but weight training no problem endurance racing endurance training sorry not no issue so you always have to be ready for the next step not just what you're training for in that current season you know wow that's a lot that's a lot to have on your mind at all times um and I wonder kind of where you're where did the love of racing start? And do you look back at a certain period of your life and think, oh yeah, that was really manifesting at that time? Or has it just always been something that's been part of your life? I was always really sporty. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never think or seem to remember a time where I didn't play sport as a kid growing up. I was never particularly academic. Mm-hmm. although I probably excelled in sports so that's <laughs> made up for it I guess <laughs> um and I used to play all kinds of different sport I was mad into football I played for Reading at the time when I first started karting netball hockey mm. anything anything oh, you that did it all. running around I know I was, I was into <laughs> it I was so into it I love it uh, um and then when I found racing it was a kart track in the distance um begged my dad to let me have a go oh and he 
much to his delight I was too small when I first asked <laughs> um but we went back six months later because they'd got some smaller carts in and to his dread <laughs> um I then had my first go and I guess I fell in love with it straight away so much so that I gave up all my other sports or well, not straight away but when it became more serious I didn't even think about giving up my other sports like uh, like I mentioned I played for Reading yeah I, it wasn't even a question in my head like my I remember my parents saying you know you won't be able to play football anymore if we go karting mm-hmm. you know regularly at weekends and mm-hmm. I, I was like so but um, <laughs> at the time if you'd have said you know I wasn't wouldn't have been able to play football before I found racing I would have had a heart attack at, like yeah. it would have been a disaster to me so yeah I guess as soon as I found racing it completely took over anything else and it was a real passion um wow. and it was never supposed to be a career it was a hobby that I loved doing mm-hmm. that I just kept moving up the ranks um kept progressing um um, being successful along the way which was probably why we kept progressing I guess yeah 100% I mean it's so it's so incredible to see where you are now and I always say like there are so many women who want to get into racing and just into motorsports in general and I my belief is that the way to in to get more women involved is if you can see it you can believe yeah. that you can do it as well and I genuinely yeah. really believe that that's what you bring and that's you know that's that's like a power of yours as well and i think i definitely notice as a woman in motorsport a lot of the time the conversation has to be about how can we get more women involved because i am a woman um and i don't want to ask you that outright because of that but i i would love to know kind of have you seen a shift since you've been in motorsport obviously you've been in this industry for a long time and and do you see like hope and good things to come in the future um you know, in terms of opportunities for women to, to race and also just work in the sport as well? Definitely. There are so many more women now in motorsport than what there were when yeah. I first started. But my, like, what I think is changing and what we need to push for more change is if I often think to myself, if, if I hadn't have seen that kart track when I was mm-hmm. young playing sport with my dad, would my dad have ever taken me karting? And the answer to that is probably no. And that's yeah. not his fault. That's not yeah. That's not anything that he's done wrong or would have done wrong. That's society all those years ago was presumed or it was known, motorsport was known as a man's sport. So of course he mm-hmm. wouldn't have taken me karting because he just presumed I wouldn't be interested. Yeah, um, 100%, I agree. And I, I, do you know what? I think to myself, oh my God, what if I, what would I be doing right now? What would I be doing? And I don't have, probably still play football. Um, yeah, one know. of your other 10 sports, probably. Let's be realistic. <laughs> I'd have been a lioness. <laughs> uh, no, not really. Not really. Um, well, I did enjoy my football, but I was probably not quite as good as it is, um, I'd hoped. Um, so yeah, I do question that sometimes. Um, and it scares me, you know, like, what would I be doing? So, but yes, we are seeing a shift in pattern. Um, and well, there are far, not just drivers now, there are far more engineers, mechanics, all the variations of motorsport. There are so many more females now, which is fantastic. Yeah. And I think that's due to Aston Martin have been a big figure, like figurehead in that 
driving, obviously bringing me on board, make making a role for me um, and showing their support. Yeah. Um, w Series um, offering so many females a drive that they potentially wouldn't have without them. Want me being included in that? Um, just due to many reasons and budget is my personal reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure everyone's got their own different reason. Um, and again, not just drivers or mechanics, engineers, all areas of motorsport. sport. Yeah, no, it's so true. I think when I think about the team, Aston Martin, I just think you are just, you're so part of the team and you're such an integral part of the team now. And it's so, it's been so nice to see, as you say, your role grow in the last year. I also have to say, I love seeing you on the TikToks. Um, that one where it's like wearing headphones, it's like, what are you listening to? <laughs> oh that one you are iconic (laughs) when they when they say um uh this is this is what we want you to do and I listened to the music I was like (laughs) what so people are actually gonna think I'm listening to this and then I watched another variation I was like okay okay fine I'll do it (laughs) (laughs) um but I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about the team is changing again next season what is the feeling at the team at the moment with Fernando joining? Um, I can imagine everyone's very excited. Yeah, um, excited is one, but there's also kind of sense of sadness, I guess, that Sebastian's leaving. Yeah. Um, he's been a massive part of the team, obviously, and he's been a massive part of Formula One and motorsport, and he's been a figurehead for so many, and he has so many passionate fans, and it's going to be really, really sad to see him go, to be honest, but um if if he feels it's his time it's his time and you know nobody should should t- say otherwise but yeah extremely excited and time to be bringing uh fernando get off the board uh, <laughs> i'll have a new colleague um a new person to learn from um and yeah uh i think he's going to work great alongside lance um yeah, looking forward to that new addition to the team next year. Yeah, 100%. I was going to ask, you know, do you remember the first time you met Seb? And, and have there been any memories that you'll kind of remember after he's gone that are particularly special to you? Definitely. Um, so first, well, the two actually that stick to come to mind. So um, Baku was my first weekend, uh, 2021, oh. with the team. And he had his first podium on my first weekend which is crazy that was a feeling I probably won't forget it's a good omen I know and I, I know I come I came back from that weekend thinking that it was all a dream like, I can't believe that just happened um and the second memory is when we came to Monza last year um I'd never been to Monza before and we were just we were on the track walk and we chat in you know in the long straights because there are some long straights here um, and they were there, they were talking about the old banking, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, where's where is the old banking?" Because I've never been here before. Um, and Seb was like, "You've never been here before?" And I was like, "No, this is my first time." And he was like, "I'll take you to the banking." So after the track walk, he like took time out of his busy schedule to take me to the banking, and because I'd never been, I'd never experienced it. I didn't know where it was, so um, it was a good, you know some time out of his wow. his uh, extremely busy schedule as a important Formula One driver. Yeah, I think that shows his character more than anything that he would take the time. And, uh, he's just such yes. a nice guy, and he's everything that he stands for. He's so passionate mm-hmm. about, and he really, truly, you know, believes in what he's saying. And 
is just a passionate passionate guy the way you, it's just the way you talk it, it makes me want like i i could cry genuinely (laughs) so much emotion (laughs) i'm gonna cry (laughs) okay well i've got to ask you one last question actually it's more of a request than a question can we have an aston martin bobble hat made by the end of the season please there is one there there is one but can you believe it can you believe it i don't have one you just this is criminal behavior i know there is (laughs) i'm sure let me double check this there yeah. is we just had confirmation there is oh my yeah. gosh we need to get you one asap i know take her to the store today <laughs> amazing <laughs> well i'm very excited to see the rest of your year do you know what's coming up after that or can you kind of see towards like the end of the w series season and then the end of the f1 season um do you have any plans post then um yes already working on next year oh wow um so it takes time you know these conversations silly season doesn't start after um the final race it starts quite early um so we'll see we'll see what happens um we found you know yeah we're struggling for a bit of pace last year in w series but this year we've definitely got that back we've just been incredibly unlucky with things breaking um um so that but at least that puts me in good stead for the remainder of the season um i'm looking forward to the remaining three three circuits singapore love street circuits um and that's a proper street circuit that is um that's gonna set set separate the 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 brave from the not i think um then what have we got usa incredible place and mexico there um, are such different kind of, places as well to just to be in. i know yeah that's been nice to go back to kota as well because that was uh one probably one of our favorite circuits last year so i don't know we'll see um we'll see who knows yeah. so much good stuff to come jess thank you so much hopefully i'll see you in singapore oh, cool. um, if i don't good luck for the rest of the season thank you so much thank you for thank you for your time today have a good one no problem see thank you, later. you jess bye bye well there you have it what an incredible kind of morning spent with Jess just there. Um, I I need to see her in an Aston Martin bobble hat. Okay, um, Aston Martin, if you if you're listening, can we sort that out, please? Um, <laughs> honestly, I hope you guys have enjoyed this as much as I did. Um, she's a pleasure to talk to, and we're wishing her all the best for the rest of the W Series season and for you know the rest of the F1 season. Um, I'm sure she will be busier than ever. So yes, as I say, guys, um, let me know what you thought on my socials, at Lisa McIntosh on TikTok and Instagram, and we will chat very, very soon. I can't wait to pod again soon. All right, guys, I love you. Bye.